is Nico and welcome to the first Zoom Rescue Center for Exotic Animals in Denmark and also my home. While a lot of millennials live with loud flatmates, 24-year-old Nikolai shares his home with over 600 noisy animals. No wonder he's constantly getting interrupted. 20 years ago, my parents bought a zoo in Denmark and started the first zoo and rescue center for exotic animals. <laughs> hey, buddy. Two years ago, my dad unfortunately died of cancer, and I was out on my own as a game developer, but I quickly moved home again to my mother to help out the zoo and the 600 animals. Owning a zoo is busy work, with Nikolai taking on many jobs, feeding, cleaning and playing with the animals. Six hundred animals may sound like plenty, but Nikolai actually wants the zoo to grow. He hopes to fulfill his parents' dream and make it the biggest rescue centre for exotic animals in all of Europe. Because as we are a rescue zoo, everything works a little bit different than it in, in the traditional zoos. Because in, in traditional zoos, you usually have perfect specimen of animals. We feel a need and we feel a responsibility to help uh, where we can. So we converted the zoo into a rescue zoo instead. And that means taking animals in that come from abusive situations or has been in laboratory animals. And, uh, and that also means that some of our animals may have some scars and, and some, um, some problems that, that we have to take care of. This is Alex. We're also talking to her today. Having to support his mother and the zoo, Nikolai has come up with a creative way to raise extra money. A mobile app game about the zoo. The game's profits will go to various charities, and Nikolai hopes the money raised will also help realize his family's dream of making their rescue center the biggest in Europe. All right, who is excited to talk to Nico and Alex? Me smile, me too. All right, let's call him. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. Did you Let's watch that nightmare of an intro? Hi guys. Uh, one second. We need to see. We 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 don't have a headset, so we're just gonna turn you all the way up on the headset. Do you want me to turn on the? Oh, cool. Maybe it's gonna work. All right. <laughs> we are good to go. Hang on. Hi. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Is it working? It is. Well, that's. Hi. Maya, can you mm. hear us? Yes, can you hear me? Cool, sorry, we can't hear anything for Ayo here. Ayo. <laughs> She's so noisy. Oh my gosh. Did you watch that intro? I'm still struggling. <laughs> just, guys, just leave. Just, just act like it's fine. It's fine. Okay, I, my, it's a little scuffed, but it's fine. You're fine. You guys look great. Can we hear anything? <laughs> Wait, you can't hear me? Yeah. yeah, now I can. Okay. It sounded like you couldn't hear us. <laughs> Hi. No, sorry. I can hear you. Cool. I was trying to figure Hi. out my camera. How are you guys? 
We were we were cheering for every time the intro was played. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Four times the charm. I'm so embarrassed. It was so unprofessional. I'm so sorry. I I like, it's not usually that bad. I promise. I promise. You do better than me. I'm I'm terrible with the technical stuff. But oh hello, who is this? Uh, you go. I go. You go. Well, this is Io. Io is uh, what we would call one of the rescue citizens here. Um, I don't know if you, many of you have seen these parrots before, but normally out they bite. <laughs> normally they do have a longer beak, uh, but Io here was in an accident with her beak uh, when she came here. So it's been uh, it's been a long road towards getting a normal functional beak again. Um, and uh, yeah, happy and healthy today. And what kind of bird is Io? Can you hear me? I don't. I think. I think we we need to do it on. You can just ask me the questions. Yeah, I can do me. that. Can you hear me? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. Sorry. What's going on? Can you? Can you hear me? I mean, it's. I can't hear anything. Oh no! <laughs> Late. Podcast ruined. Oh. Let me try. You know what? <laughs> So I can't hear you again, Maya. I don't know what's going on. Um, if I call you up on the phone instead, and we go that way instead, it will work much easier for us. Both of us can hear you. Sure. So, so sorry. This is a great start for everybody today. I will. She just laughed. The bird laughed at us. Okay. Well, the uh, that's that was weird because it was working fine. Um, it was working fine on. On there and for a second there. I don't hear an echo. I don't know if you do. Everything just says live, live, live. Okay. Okay. Pause. Let me try to call here. Oh, he's gonna call me on his phone. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. What happened? I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't touch anything. It just just went out. I guess. Ayo. <laughs> um, I was thinking uh, if we went over to the VLC feed because I know for sure that stuff's working. Okay, <laughs> for sure. Just, um, yep. Okay, let's do that. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay, I will switch to that right now then. Cool. Then we can figure out how much to delay it. Sounds good. Um, all right, guys. Ooh. I think we're doing pretty Sounds good. good. <laughs> um, all right, okay. guys. Ooh. I think we're doing no, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, guys, nothing leaked. Um, no, you're good. So there is a okay. so delay here, you guys. There guys, is, nothing leaked. Relax. Supposedly, what we um, think is going to be a seven-second delay. But so there um, is a echo. Delay here, you guys. There's, there's yeah, so... supposedly, what, I mean, what we think is going to be a seven-second delay, but um, we will see echo. Um... Oh yeah. So. Oh god. How are we gonna fix this? Let me, uh, let me deafen you on Discord. Now, the, now we need to use the, our big brains here and figure out which one of the ways we need to. Uh... Let me deafen you on Discord here. Yeah. 
So I can, yeah, yeah, because... can hear myself. And I think yeah. that's because I'm on your phone still. If you move... Or headphones with phone. Yeah, I need to find them then. So I can hear myself. And I think that's because I'm on your phone still. Yeah. Um, Alex, uh, maybe what we'll do is if we go outside, I'm going to give you the backpack on or something then. Mute the stream? Oh. We just need to mute one of the ways and then I'm sure it's going to work. <laughs> the reason why we didn't want to do the headphones was so we could actually hear you both, me and Alex. It looks like we're we're good now. Um, All right. It looks like we're we're good now. Um, we're starting to get an idea of how much the delay is. Yeah. So it's it, I think it's about what we expected, but it's okay. The quality looks really really good. Um, except yeah, I can so hear myself still. It, I think it's Oh, that's nice. So Ali's gonna be the star. You can still hear yourself? Yeah. And they can hear you. Um, okay. Right. Do you want me to put the backpack on? Yeah, if we do that, then I'll go, um... Yeah. Then I'll go grab a headset and we'll do it that way. Um, Alex, you just need to be careful here because we do have some HDMI issues. So okay. This... No, no. Turn around. Okay. <laughs> this, this arm first and... Don't break your arm. <laughs> right. Alex, if you just go look at some animals, I'll go find that. <laughs> Maybe if you mute on your end? What do you guys mean? Oh, we're getting a tour from Ajo. <laughs> Except now we can't hear them. So we'll only hear his stream. Rip audio. You could mute yourself on stream. What does that even mean? Hey, Alex, if you can hear me, we can't hear you right now, by the way. Like, mute from our end so we only hear you from them. Oh. Okay, we'll do that once the audio comes back. That's a good idea, though. Well done. Maybe. We're going to the zoo. True. Yeah, Alex, we still can't hear you if you can hear me. Um, but I guess uh, Nico is getting something, so so we'll maybe figure it out. But this is what I was talking to you guys about, about this, this podcast being a little bit different. Um, clearly, it's a little bit different. We're going on a tour of the zoo today. How cool is that? Here, enjoy this while we watch.
Sorry. Nice enclosures. Nice, huh, Connor? That's cool. Um, yeah, Tara, if you could help me with alerts, that would be wonderful. Just the donation goal and the, the alert box on to here, because it'll be this for, I think, the rest of the podcast. Just the donation goal and the... We have audio. Giraffes? No. They're llamas, boys. Does a llama weigh? I could not tell you. I don't know much about llamas. Six point five pounds. Right, right, right. Well done. Ooh, what's in there? It looks like a tortoise enclosure, but I don't see anything. The quality is pretty nice. I like. Alex, are you trying to speak with people? No. Okay. I just wanted to know if you were trying to speak with people because I had the microphone. Hi. <laughs> I was just standing up in places and stopping. Oh, okay. So I couldn't, uh, for the love of God, find a headset, of course. Um, but I was thinking if we maybe... <laughs> so I was thinking maybe my if you give us like maybe a question that we can go on off and then we be quiet and you come with a new question and we be quiet at least for the first part here. You know, because obviously we can't really have the normal dialogue, but we can tell stories until we get inside again. Sure, sure. So tell us a little bit about... No, no. <laughs> Alex, you're the head keeper. I'm gonna hold this. Okay. Alex, uh... Tell us a little bit about the organization and the zoo. Mm-hmm. Well, for me... Yeah, let's start off. Let's go out to answer. Okay. Well, basically, we did start off as, like, a, what you would call a normal zoo. And then... Our director, who was away on travels, discovered some uh, monkeys being kept in a way she didn't like. Um, so, luckily enough, she had a, a zoo in her back garden. So about 10 years ago, she brought the first set of rescue animals home and that became the start of our rescue life. So now, we basically take in animals of exotic description from testing facilities, uh, abuse, private owners, police smuggling, all sorts of various circumstances where they deserve to have uh, 
well, a, a, a better place to be, yeah. a better start. Plus, we give um, the extra attention that's needed sometimes. We always look at the life quality of the animal, and if it's worth building on, then we never shut our doors on it. Yeah, I think we need to have uh, <laughs> one or two, tilt the camera over there. But yeah, exactly as Alex is saying, uh, we changed though our focus from the normal zoo animals onto rescue animals. And what you're looking at in here is actually the first group of rescue animals that came to the rescue zoo. It is a group of cabbageens that came from a French uh, university where they've been used for testing. Again, we don't necessarily know always what the animals have been through. And we have also, to some extent, promised not to disclosure because yeah. that's not our job. That's not what we are here for. We are just here to make sure that the animals have sort of a good retirement and, and then other organizations sort of is working against what needs to become legal and, and all that sort of thing. So we're working with what is known as transit places and we are known as a staying home, yeah. you could say. What's a... Uh, just want to see if... That went through. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. So in total, we have 600 animals, over 120 different species. Um, yeah, maybe we should go for snacks and stuff. Really quick, do you guys prefer if I put yeah, myself on OBS or no? Very cool. Luna and Naila. Okay, so I have myself muted on my stream, so there's a delay for me, but it, it uh, shows up for you guys. Okay. What, what would people, people say, say to us? To us uh, how is the, the angle on the camera? camera? Do they, they want, want to tilt it more left, right, up, down? down? Are we good? I think it looks great. Awesome. <laughs> I go first. Um, well, I would say my experience come from, from living at the rescue zoo for 20 years. Uh, I, I didn't choose the, the route of going towards, you know, taking care of animals in the first place. My role here is not necessarily hands-on with the animals. Uh, we are 42 employees here at the rescue center. Um, but me, myself, I was actually going towards becoming a game developer and I became one and was out working uh, in some of the bigger companies out in, in Denmark. Um, but as yeah, the story said in the start, unfortunately we lost my dad to cancer. So I didn't want to sort of leave my mother with, you know, the entire thing. 600 animals, 42 employees and all the responsibility and grief and whatever we had after this. Um, so, so you, you could, could say, say that, that, that I do have the education in towards I've been here for 20 years and, and, and there's a lot of stuff you, you couldn't possibly learn on the education. And obviously then there's stuff you learn as, as an educated zookeeper that I don't have. So, um, but yeah, I'm not necessarily hands-on like that with the animals. But, you know, I am here in any sort of panic situations or anything special like that. But I personally is, what I'm trying to do is get the rescue zoo into sort of the new online era, you could say in a way, showing our daily lives here at the Rescue Zoo in a new way. Normally, you know, 
from, uh, from a charity, you usually just see sort of a, a picture or you see a small clip. Here you can actually follow on a daily basis, where does my $10 donation go to? What are we doing? You can ask us direct questions and, and get to, to know us all by first name. And we think that's, you know, sort of a different approach to it. Um, and because we are working with rescue animals and we are not just a normal sort of attraction, it doesn't matter if you're located in the US or Sweden or Norway or Denmark, we could still maybe all agree on we like animals and we want to see what we can do to help them. Um, yeah? Was that reasonable? <laughs> trying to see how long the delay is. That is very cool. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Can you keep going in there? Alex? Yeah. <laughs> the delay is pretty significant. I think it's, it's at least seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least seven seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. So, so actually, I would say that our issue is that we are actually creating a nat nature park like this. We like to build natural materials, which also means that stuff breaks and it's not all made of solid metal and golden roads. And and the reason for that is is obviously because we like the nature looks of it. Um, also, also because, because obviously it's a little bit cheaper than the other thing, thing but we, we do have to actually switch some of the, you know, bigger enclosures over to this so it, it can sustain a lot more. But we tried as much as possible to keep it in the nature sort of uh, look everything. Naturalistic. Naturalistic. I think I, I lost my point to it now. Do you know where I was going with it? No. No? I just want to walk around the park. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. No, no I know. I know. Um, <laughs> no, not that. I know what I was about to say. Um, yeah, so um, again, just uh, just quickly what I was saying is that some people come in here and they, they, they see that it's not a golden road tourist-oriented experience the same way as some of the bigger places. Um, our point, um, and my reason for saying that, is because we have so many more expenses than the other places because we need all the animals coming in are primarily sick animals that need to be treated or, you know, special transportation to get them here or extra support in general. Medication costs a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, your donations would primarily go into feeding the animals. Um, 600 mouths is a lot of... Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of food, uh, but medication, transportation, rebuilding of new enclosures and stuff. But my point here again, and really you could say it's a good thing people need to know about this, is like if you see an old plank over here that might look a little dated. The reason for us maybe not changing that is because then our camel needs a special new medication for his stomach or we need to pick up a new set of tamarind monkeys that has been through X, Y, and C, and that's why our focus is not necessarily on the tourist-oriented experience of it. We want to get there, but it's simply... The animals come first. Yeah, as Alex is saying, the animals come first. I have to hold breaks because of the thing, so... Don't get us started, we'll talk for ages. How is your facility? It looks huge. 14, I believe, something like that. 12 or four, 14, 14. That's a little rascal. <laughs> and you have everything from a 
primates to yeah. reptiles? And yeah. We, we, we have everything. The newest project we're working on is Circus Lions. We're raising money for a new enclosure for that where we are um, hopefully going to be able to help two circus lions that were rescued here not long ago. Um, where were they coming from? Spain? Yeah, they were, they're being held in Spain at the moment at a rehabilitation center. Yeah, yeah. Or from a Romanian circus. Yeah. They basically, the Romanian circus basically just left the lions at the side of the road in, in big trucks and then just left them. Uh, and then our partners AAP uh, in Holland, which is known as a transit place, they... Um, Most of our animals is coming from the medical industry, but yeah, I want to... It's quite equally divided. Yeah, so my point here is that because we started out as a zoo, you don't necessarily get rid of all your animals just because you start thinking thinking differently. Um, you know, so obviously a lot of our animals is still going to be in, in quotes, normal zoo animals, like I would say 40, 50% of them at the moment, and then the other 50% is uh, rescue animals. Um, but that also allows us to, that we can mix and match with the animals, like for instance, we got a serval in, which is one of these beautiful cats over here that were forcefully removed to another zoo that got closed down because they didn't take care of the animals. And we could then collaborate with another zoo and get a, a mate for that, uh, for that animal. So that's why we're sort of keeping it open in that way, so we can mix and match and make sure that the animals get a good and fulfilled life here. Um, and then we are also doing breeding programs with some of the almost extinct, extinct animals like the tamarind and lemurs and stuff like that. So it's a wide variety of things that we do at the rescue center. Should we go say hi to Anton? Yeah. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Okay. So, so first of all, cool, cool thing is, is that, and I learned this from Michael. Michael. <laughs> are you, are you, you know, know what I'm going to tell? I do. I do. <laughs> that, that is a good fact. The alphabet. Yeah, yeah the alphabet. So, so a lot, lot of people, people when they see a camel, camel they, they usually think it's a dromedary, and a dromedary only have one hump. But a camel has two humps. And a good way to see to to remember it is that he's a Bactrian camel. If you put him on the side, it looks like a bee. A dromedary, which only has one hump, if you put him on the side, looks like a D. So that's sort of the way to remember it. Um, our, our old zookeeper, uh, Michael, that now works with uh, elephants Rescue in Thailand, he learned us that little trick. <laughs> you want to jump over? Party. I think you want to go over here, maybe. <laughs> So, so he is, is uh, what would be, he's a normal animal, animal you, you could, could say. say. He, he came from, from another zoo in Denmark, Denmark where they simply had too many and they called us up and asked, do you guys have the space for him? him? And, and again, again, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. We, we want to keep, keep it 
also as a normal super say, so we want to, so we are able to do stuff like that because, you know, it is animals that has been, you know, breeding captivity, so they still deserve to have a good life, and and uh, and yeah, we we don't really take sort of what can you say. We don't, we don't want to keep, keep them out, and, and again, again, then we then we have the options of bringing in a rescue uh, um, camel if the chance, chance comes up. up. So, so it's a mix and match, match what we do here. We we, we tend, tend to call him Anton, Anton, our Lord and Savior. Um, Anton, Anton is also implemented into the game. Was there a number? Tavi. I'm like, it came off. Thank you so much for the dodo! That's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. We need a mess now to sing. Thank you so much! Look at this little rascal. Is the echo really yeah, bad? Just bad. FYI, Anton is, he's currently in, he's being implemented into the game. Anton is the holy god, the one, the only, our one lord and savior. Do you want me to change something? The video you showed, Maya, was, was about a mobile game, and we actually switched it up a lot. Uh, and I think it's going to present itself better in the, the video you wanted to show later on. Uh, but yeah, it's actually a PC game now, and Anton, he is one of the main characters in the game that our graphical artists have created um, him into the game, so it's going to be so fun to, to actually see him in there. Uh, Ayo? Ayo? So, you know, again, that was sort of the first version you guys saw, and something that has been evolving. Ayo just... Took off the microphone of the camera. <laughs> right, so the game is called Rescue Wars Online, and you are part of the rescue team, and you go on rescue missions, and you fight off evil, and then uh, you uh, rescue animals and take them back to your own rescue suit where you're building upon your own sort of rescue city. It's a full-fledged MMO kind of game. Uh, you control it like you would control World of Warcraft and games like that. Um, and we, uh, we have then linked it up with the stream, so the more you watch the stream, the more rescue coins you get inside of the game, and the more you donate toward the charity when the game comes up and running, the more you also get inside of the, of the game. Um, and it's then a multiplayer game, so you can sort of create a guild together with your friends from the stream, and you can build upon you know, the rescue city together and fight off evil, and while you're doing it, you know that you're helping out the rescue so, um, so that's sort of the idea. And yeah, in the video you have later on, Maya, we have some footage from, or gameplay footage. That is so cool, wow. Could you stop? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Io actually did it perfectly yeah. over the donos. We could just use Io as the as the notification. <laughs> Should we continue on? Yeah. <sighs> Soccer. 
It is fairly a big variety, really, isn't it? You speak English? <laughs> Sometimes. Um, it's, a, it's a variety of everything. There's nothing there's more or less. I would say there's more monkeys. Oh, yeah, primates. There's more primates. Our, my mother and the zoo director is obsessed with monkeys. <laughs> she really loves helping them. Um, and, and has also been doing a lot of different work in, in, in actually, uh, well, some of these that were abandoned by the mothers, has been feeding some of them up. And I don't want to say the, the word hand-rearing, because then it sounds like we did it on purpose or like for a pet reason, but we did it because uh, one of the bigger primates, or, um, well, it's not a primate, it's actually one of the smaller apes, smaller apes the gibbons, uh, mother got a breast infection, Carlos. I think, I think he's sleeping now. I think I gave you a video, Maya, if you want to see more about that story. But my point was just that um, I think they're so close related to us. That's why she's found them so fascinating in, in particular. And that's why one of her focuses is on them. We have no favorites. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so when you've been working with animals professionally uh, your entire life, you don't have favorites anymore. It becomes one big animal. Also the most asked question on the stream of all time. We're not allowed to have favorites. <laughs> it's like uh, people working with kids or small children. We would never tell. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hopefully we can get it working. Um, if all comes to uh, to it, we and you guys can't and you guys can't figure it out. Aww, that's awesome! Thank you guys so much. Every penny counts. Every penny counts. And the cool thing is that when we are using Tildify, means that we. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about when you guys are donating through Tildify is that we only work as the man in the middle. A man in the middle, you need to be a you know a proven charity, a, a real working non-profit charity to even be on the side. And this means that other streamers like Meyer or me and myself and you guys as well can set up campaigns and raise money for the charity and then you guys never touch the money but they make sure it goes directly and uncut to the rescue. You need to, Alex, please. Those movements is going to get okay. us in trouble. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on. We have a little bit of HDMI issues sometimes, so... Uh, just trying to be nice. No jumping. <laughs> if you guys continue to have uh, trouble with the alerts, we could, as a last resort, uh, copy what we have done on ours because they work on our stream. Let's uh, go this way because of the connection. Thank you, Joe. I know. We had, we had a guest, a guest on, the on the stream, and every time, every time we got a donor, he was singing. How old is Aya? 
We don't, we don't always know, know the exact, exact age of the animals that come in. Yeah, it depends on if there are pavers on them or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't actually know, but I would say over 10 years at least. Yeah, but it's younger than 20. Yeah, it's in the middle. By the way, what you're looking at here is, uh, you can see a huge enclosure here we were walking by, and that is actually known as sort of the rescue you could, you could say, say area, area uh, species, especially, especially made for primates. primates. This, this is, is an enclosure, enclosure that is not finished yet, yet. currently inhabited by two, uh, wallabies? two wallabies, so they're having a lot of fur, uh, space. Um, but, but it is supposed, supposed to be having baboons inside this enclosure, enclosure but we are missing... Is, is it something, something... How much is it? 200,000, which is... Just to get the yeah, yeah, it's, it's about, about 40,000 40, US dollars we're missing to uh, finish this enclosure, I believe. Um, and then we are getting a group of baboons that came from, I believe, also the medical industry. The reason why I don't know every single detail is obviously because we have 600 animals and a lot of coming in and out. And some of them, because it is sick animals, might not be here for that long. So I know most of the stories and I'm there with almost, almost every, every part of it, but, but you know, you know as, as a specific, specific age of, of every single one of them and stuff like that, that it's, it's, it's hard, hard to keep up. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ow, my ear, I hope. Yeah, yeah, very much. And our issue is that, so, we, we, we open, open up for public, public about six months out of the year, year and we, you know, people pay to come in and see and hear and, and talk with us. But then we close for the rest of the year, which means we have no income whatsoever for about seven months out of the year, which, uh, that didn't make sense, six plus seven. Six months we are in six months or whatever. Yeah, something like that. I think the reason why we say seven months because some months is not vacation periods and that means that there's very slow. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the hard part for us, and that's also why I'm doing my stream and why I'm creating the game, uh, and 100% of the profit of the game also is going to the rescue zoo. Um, yeah, before I start talking again, I'm going to let you, Maya, have a word. <laughs> again, keep away from all, like, fins and stuff. No. My, my phone, phone mic, and camera, camera mic. That mic and that mic. Yeah, yeah I, know I know what it is. Thank you, Alex. My <laughs> tech, my, my tech, tech, IT expert, <laughs> yeah, Alex. That, that is, is the, the one, one you have. have. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I know. It's because I'm holding a microphone in my hand, and this one. <laughs> this is a phone. <laughs> this is a phone. I <laughs> know. Um. It's because, it's because sometimes, sometimes I get, I get them, them too, too close. close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so, so much, Nathan. I completely, completely Alex, Alex got, got me out of it. it. What, what were you saying, saying Amaya? So, what are the best experiences you guys have had in this line of work? Do you have any notable stories, stories, notable memories? <sighs> I think I don't, I don't know, know if I necessarily, necessarily have one specific. specific. It might come. Oh, no, 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 that, uh, you, you were a tech, tech expert, expert Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
She won. She was. It was true. I muted the one here. Okay. Yeah. I'm the fool now. I would say, experience-wise, it's, it's a little hard to pin down one, again, because the days are so crazy, but I would say that is the, the thing that I find uh, the most interesting, is that days are extremely chaotic every single day, almost, and there's many times where people have to come in late, and, uh, and or early, for that matter. Um, be it uh, sleeping with a specific animal all night, because else it might be dying if you're not next to it, um, or, you know, so, so, but I think stories will come up as we go go around. But I would say, in general, the chaotic feeling of the work is very interesting. No day is the same. Yeah. What did you say? I said no day is the same. Let's see if I can still hit my. Well, if I mute that one, then we lose stream audio. Well, if I mute that one, then we lose. Okay, can, can I get, I get if, no, the receiver. Um, if you guys tell me exactly what the issue is, then I can pinpoint if it's because of Maya's voice, then every time, yep, into the microphone, double up. Uh, then I can just check the phone further away every time it's uh, Maya speaking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you pin it in the middle, because it's very loud. Okay. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just telling me off all the time. That's normal everyday life, isn't it? <laughs> guys we're so grateful absolutely wonderful and that is their goal actually they do want to open more rescue centers than just the one we have here this is the starting point yeah yeah exactly our so this is luna and naila which is two <laughs> beautiful european lynxes um oh yeah <laughs> sorry i'm a bad cameraman <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to see if we can get her over here and say hi to us. Oh, you want her to come over here? <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> you never listen. There <laughs> you go. Hi. So Luna and Naila is these two beautiful European lynxes. By the way, can you see we work together every single day? <laughs> um, these two girls is sisters and they were forcefully removed from a different zoo that didn't take care of them and didn't feed them well. Um, I just know in this corner we're losing connection, that's why I wanted ah. to um, Yeah, from, from streaming every single day in the rescue, so I know my, the spots where we're losing the feed. But yeah, these two beautiful girls forcefully removed, so again, one Around about seven or eight years old. You don't need to yell, you have the mic. Oh yeah, around seven, it's around seven or eight years old. 
they say about 15 in the wild, 20, 25 in the, in the zoo world? Because obviously, obviously we, when, they, when they get older, we still come down with food for them. them. And if they get ill, then obviously we have the vet. So there's a bit more of a bonus being with us. Oh, wow. Holy freaking moly. There you go. That's amazing. Thank you so much, guys. It's going to be so cool coming and telling the zoo director. <laughs> I was thinking we should go. I mean, I want to do the full-on tour, but I just want to hit some specific. <laughs> so how many keepers are we, Alex? Well, if it's in the week, let's take for today. There were three keepers today. On... Not so loud. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Three keepers were in today, and they had to prep the diets between all... If one person was doing it, I'd say... About 60 hours. <laughs> yeah, and how many were prepping today? Three. Three. And that's the weekend, so on, that's, on yeah. normal weekdays we have a lot more people. Yeah, we do, we do like a 10-day like a like shift so everyone can get every other weekend off. Hmm. About 60? <laughs> no, six, six to eight. Six, six to eight hours a day. Sorry to <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, I need, I need a lot, lot more keepers, keepers if that were the case. case. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the weekends, we divide it up into three. So it is it's, it's like, um, like a, like a nine-eight-hour eight shift for one section when we split the zoo into three. And then luckily enough... Guys, stand by. Also, what do you while we're while this is sorting out, what do you want me to do about the audio? You want me to be unmuted on OBS? Unmute on OBS. Guys, stand by. Okay, I'm back. Never mind. We're we're uh It's kind of going nuts again.
goodness. Um. Oh. Oh. See my cable go. See my cable go. Okay guys, stand stand by. We're uh I'm trying to figure out how to how to change the audio while this is sorting itself out. Um <laughs> cursed HDMI. <laughs> Okay, let's do this and this. Can you hear me, Nico? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna. Sorry. No, you're good. I will, I will break the HDMI cable. It's the HDMI cable. Yeah, it was the parrot. I O. She broke. Oh no! <laughs> she broke it. Yeah, well, she was sitting on them for a long time, and it seems to be the issue, because every time I touch it, it, it goes back to normal, but I might have a reserved cable inside the studio, I'll just quickly get... Okay. Okay, we'll stand by, we'll stand by. Hey, while you do that, I'll play that, I'll play that second video, um, so, so don't, take, take your time here, I'll play the right this minute video. Awesome. Alright. Okay, guys, so, um, while this is... Figuring itself out. Yeah, audio fix. So when this feed goes back up, we're going to have uh, the thing. Um, we're going to have we're going to talk on Discord um, so that we can have a better conversation. Um, and there's just going to be delay on on his stream. I think I muted the, the live feed. So let's watch this. Uh, let's watch this video. This is what I tweeted out. Um, the right this minute video and I'll let it speak for itself. Let's take a little cyber trip over to Denmark to the Orchard Zoo Rescue. I think this is like the coolest show. Nico, whom we've actually had on the show before, is doing these live streams so that people get to see what he's doing with the animals. When we first talked to him, he had taken over the management of the zoo because his dad had recently passed. He and his mom took the reins of the zoo. Their zoo is comprised of rescue animals that need a lot of... Yes, I can hear you. I'm playing the video right now. Awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's got a, a few more minutes. Care and rehabilitation. They actually uh, have yeah, a massage therapist that comes working. and gives the animals a little bit of massage therapy. I think I got 50 messages. I also told you yeah. at the time that he was creating a game. He's taken it up a notch. Before he took the reins of the zoo, he was a game developer. The game is called Rescue Wars Online. He was inspired to create this version of it because a lot of his followers are gamers. And now with this PC game, you can rescue animals and start building your own zoo online. Oh, I see some hours I could spend playing that. To tell us more about it, we have Nico via Skype right this minute, all the way from Denmark. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hi. 
Who do you have there? I am having Ayo here. Uh, actually, one of the rescue citizens here in the rescue zoo. You might have seen uh, some of these parrots before, but they normally have a longer beak. But as you can see, she has like a shorter beak because she actually lost the most of her beak in an accident. But uh, happy and healthy today. So tell us about the game now because you've changed it. So basically we saw that so many people came in to see the stream and they were all PC gamers. So it made perfect sense to make it into a PC game. You're part of the rescue team and you fight off evil and then you rescue animals and take them back to your own rescue zoo. In the videos I see you're fundraising. Are you gonna use the game to fundraise as well? Yeah, so the more you watch the live stream of us working in the rescue zoo, the more coins you get inside of the game. And the more you donate to the foundation, the more rescue coins you get as well. But yeah, 100% of the profit the game makes when we get it up and running is going directly to the foundation. Do you think the people that play your game develop a respect for animals out in the real world? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so many people who are coming like to either a normal zoo or a rescue zoo or whatever it is, they actually don't know much about it. And I feel like getting them something so interactive that they could get invested in, they also begin to maybe care more about, you know, like the animals, for instance. How many animals do you have there at your zoo? We have 600 animals today uh, and 120 different species. Tell us how expensive it is to try to feed all of them. It is 300,000 Danish a month it costs to uh, upkeep. So we need to get this game up and running to get some more coins, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not yeah. done yet, but yeah, in December we are releasing the first to all the people now. who are watching the stream <laughs> at, uh, at Twitch, uh, at Play Rescue. That's awesome. Well, you guys are all the bestest. Thank you so much for Skyping with us. And you guys at home, if you guys want to help out, just head on over to writethisminute.com, click on TV show, or you can get that info on our mobile app. Very, very cool. Nico, are you there? Yes. Okay, cool. Are we uh, you are back up and go. running? Good to go? Broke, I broke the, yeah, I broke the HDMI cable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, and it looks good. I think we're good. Cool. Okay, so what are we looking at here? I don't know. I'm 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 inside. I'm oh, Alex has. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna okay. mute. How are we doing this? Uh, did you mute uh, the? So you muted audio from the the feed? Yes. Um, but... So it's only from the phone you guys hear now? Yes. Okay, cool. I think this is a lot better. I think this is working. Mute the camera audio. Can you hear her? What? Didn't you? What's that? Now I'm confused. It's good? Okay, I think we're good. I think I think we're good to go. Awesome. Oh, um, there you are. Well, I think right now we're looking at all the different... Uh, what would you call them, Alex? No, the enclosures, what do you call them? <laughs> uh... Hey, Grace. Yeah. Are we looking at birds right now? What, what are we looking at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is tired. She just looked at me like a question mark, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's various parrots and a couple of Mara and a Harisot. Very cool. I love birds. I, I'm sure... Or maybe you guys know that I do uh, falconry, so I'm really into the really into birds of prey. Um, and yeah, we have two uh, or one Harris hawk. 
Cool. Yeah, and I also, I'm working at an exotic uh, bird sanctuary right now, so my life is parrots, or my life has been parrots for for this huh. this summer. Yeah, but that's awesome. <laughs> so, nice. I've got plenty of them. <laughs> does Io live out here, or where does, where does she live? Io lives in, uh, in with me, and just free roams the rescue zoo by day. Lucky bird. Yeah, flies over the entire those enclosures are beautiful. I'm so impressed. Um, how many Thank parrots you. do you have? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh about one, two, three, four, five, five macaws. Uh, we have three Amazons, four African greys, two cockatoos, a couple of uh, galahs, loads of parakeets, loads and loads of them. People get them as as pets and then don't want to keep them on or breed them and realize what to do with them so they come here yeah luckily enough we have room for them yeah you could um, you must have experienced some of that if you work at the bird sanctuary yes yeah they seem like really cool pets but you know they they're as smart as what a two or three year old kid and they live 70 years so it's like having a toddler for 70 years which doesn't work out for most people <laughs> Um, Raj donated $10 and said, it's great seeing people help out animals. Nobody donated $10 and said, if everybody in the stream donated a dollar, we'd reach three times the donation goal. Let's support a great cause. That is so nice. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, and we are at $253, by the way, if you guys aren't, aren't looking at the stream, which is fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Thank you. Very cool. What is that, uh, greenhouse structure looking thing? behind you so that is a that is a, our sort of tropical house and besides being cool in itself because it has sort of a, a south american uh you can say theme. theme the cool thing about this is that my dad who's not here anymore he wanted this thing uh, he wanted this greenhouse so he built it himself alone <laughs> what because he wanted it yeah he did and it's such a cool thing so and that's been sort of the the whole theme of, of what we have done here oh god we lost ah fuck that extends still <laughs> one second sorry no you're fine can you hear me still yeah, yeah yeah no so this is not a uh this, this one is not uh, a um yeah yeah no it's just a it was just the power cable you just need to get into the power bank and then we're good we are good What you have done? Then more still. There I go. We we probably need to get into like now if we want to get a glimpse of them. Yeah, the sun is going down. If you just wait for me. Right, you guys should um, get a feed in about five seconds. Okay, cool. Stand by, people. We're fine. <laughs> um, we got another $5 donation from Doc and said the Friday podcasts are awesome. Thank you so much, Doc. Appreciate that. Um, again, you Thank guys, you. Uh, for those of you who are just stopping in or who are new, um, donations today go to Play Rescue. How do you pronounce the name of your zoo? I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> that's it that's a good one so i work with a team of only uh, british people and nobody can actually say it so but it's it's pronounced us 
Okay, that is absolutely not how I would say it. Um, <laughs> oh, you would say Jared, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I asked. I just won't. I just won't try. Um, donations go there. <laughs> Um, and donations are, are through Tiltify today, so the donation link will direct you there, and, and your money goes directly to them so that we don't lose any fees to PayPal, by the way, guys. And it costs, uh, in the Right This Minute episode, it said about about $40,000 a month or so um, to, uh, to, to maintain this zoo, yeah. so donations are very, very important. Thank you guys so much if you have donated or if you're planning to. HIVS, thank you so much for $20. And Synac with $10, thank you. Appreciate that. It's going so quick. You guys are so awesome. And Sindrine with $10, first time donating to anything. Keep up the great work. I love the creative way to make a game for income too. Such a great cause. Thank you so much, appreciate that. Um, the feed is back up, but it's frozen. Okay. Um, it, it may just correct itself, but... Oh, there we go. Maybe. Oh, we got ringtails. Beautiful. Let's go in. Okay. But, um, we should try to keep them away from the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> very, very friendly ringtail lemurs here. And where did the ringtails come from? The ringtails came from a zoo where they were supposed to be put down and we were ringed up and asked if we could come get them. Three girls that were being kept by themselves, they're being held in solitude. And that's another thing that our director doesn't want to hear when it's such a social animal. Yeah. So she brought them up here and used a year of trying to get these three girls to work together. And luckily enough, it succeeded. And because it is such a, you know, we, we know that, that now in captivity is not as, as threatened an animals as it used to be. And, but in, in, in Madagascar, where they come from, they're still an extremely almost extinct, extinct animal, but it's going up. But that's only why we're in breeding programs with these guys, because it is an animal that we could see loose from the wild. And do you guys do any breeding programs at your zoo? Yeah, yeah. We, we 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 correspond with the other with the other zoos that do the conservation programs, Very and especially cool. with the stud keepers. So if we can help, we're always happy. Very cool. Do they accept volunteers? Interesting question. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys uh do you guys rely on volunteers for for supporters? It mostly staff. Uh, we don't. How did you ask how many? Yeah, just or what? What does your volunteer involvement look like? Um, so usually because it is such a demanding job and people need to have experience both being a zookeeper and with exotic animals, mm -hmm. we tend to not really rely on volunteers. Actually, we do have. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That makes sense. Um, Unicode with $10 and Siki with $15. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate that. Um, so how many ringtails do you guys have here? How many, Alex? We have six in this group. Six in this group. Okay. And what do, uh, what does their diet look like? Oh, well, in the morning, that's when we sneak all the vitamins and minerals mm -hmm. into them. They get 40, 40 grams of fruit each. They always have So they get that through a pellet form as well as just giving natural browse. And then in the evening they get 
there's so much veg um, to live off of. Plus, we give them supplementary things through the week, like we cook chicken for them and eggs for them, as well as we give them a paste called a tamarind cake, uh, just to make sure that they get, just like us, they get their proteins and their carbs and everything else through the week. Did so, she yeah, say 40 in... pounds of fruit each? I don't think so. I think she said 40 grams. So you guys, you, you weigh grams. out... You weigh out your uh, your your produce then for them every day. Do you want me to take forty, 40 grams of fruit? Forty grams. Cool. Very cool. You can if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> because they'll jump you, Alex. Not as much. <laughs> oh, you took the lemur. Took the cable. Uh oh. The the it, it looks good right now. It's it's been freezing off and on, and and we lost audio for a second, but it's correcting itself for the most part. So I think we're good. Awesome. Yeah, it wasn't the HDMI thing that we. It was just the power cable he took out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, do you guys work? Do you work free contact with a lot of the animals, or are the ringtails and and your bird there like an exception? Uh, no. When there is, I do a lot of. We do a lot of training, husbandry training, mm -hmm. through uh, through the fences, behavioral behavioral training. Um, luckily enough, it's the reason we can come into the lemurs is because they don't have that natural instinct of uh, leading away from one. Because, again, with some of the animals being ill, you need to be able to come in and medicate or treat or put cream on or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we do try and stay hands off as possible. Things yep. like the lynx you just saw, like we'll use target training through a um, through the fence line. For example, last year she had a conjunctivitis in her eyes so instead of stressing her out by having to call the vet in to sedate her and everything else it was easier for me to get her to put her nose on a target spot and then mm -hmm. i could just put the eye drop through the through the through the fence line instead yeah so husbandry training is something we do never ever and never any like circus, circus tricks we call them but always like for medica medication purposes for lemurs because they don't have a natural instinct that's why we go in with them for those in chat that don't know can you can you briefly explain what target training means target training basically depends on what animal you're going for but let's uh, i'm sure uh, well what i use is basically it's a very fancy piece of equipment it is a broom handle with a tennis ball on the end uh -huh. and i use <laughs> clicker training so basically the start of any any sort of behavioural training I do with a lot of animals is teach them to put their nose to the target stick and then they'll get a treat, so positive reinforcement. I always use positive training with the animals, mm -hmm. never negative. Um, so they learn quickly that this toy is like the best thing in the world because they're getting treats for putting their nose on a target and then through then that means it becomes voluntary from the animal's side right and then uh, i've got complete control without actually forcing them to do anything they don't want to do they yeah. can come and go as they please that's awesome very cool is that one the smaller one is that is that a younger lemur or is it just smaller yeah no he was born the 14th of april wow so a no baby. Kidding. That is so cool so born at your facility then how many how many successful yeah. um babies have you had do you know oh we've had, we've had quite a few i've only been here for three years but we've had babies every year and because the bloodline isn't so well used yet they've been very very popular with other uh, facilities mm -hmm. to use our meals so whenever they get to a certain age i put them in what i call our bachelor group um and then but we always have to make sure in <laughs> yeah, the, the females are obviously in charge in the lemur world, so yeah, I move the males out when they get to like a sexual age. Wow. But then it means that we can correspond with the other zoos 
so that the males can then go on to breeding programs for the places that have uh, more money, basically, to do all these conservation projects. Well, then at least we can help out with the genetic side of things to make sure that it's always something genetically correct being bred. So let's say further down the line, be able to put back out in the wild. That is so cool. Mm. These guys can really jump. We got a couple good shots of them jumping towards the camera. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so Mr. Gimli Jr. with $20, or Lauren with $3, Dookie with $10, and Yup with $15. Thank you guys so much for it. $381. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They asked how much these, uh, these lemurs weigh. Do you know how much? My community has this thing where they love knowing how much animals weigh. I don't know why. I just, it's just what they're into. Do you have any idea? I can tell you in grams. I mean, oh, the baby that's, at this that's particular great. moment weighs, weighs, uh, weighs 800 grams, but your adult oh, females, yeah. Your adult females weigh anywhere from 2 to 2.5 kilos. Okay. All right, guys, the baby is 800 grams. There you go. There you go. How many babies uh, do you have right now? Do you just have this one that we're looking at? Uh, just the one this year. Yeah, just the one this year. Very cool. Oh, they are so cool. But um, they all help to carry him around. So he's got lots of aunties. People, there's somebody in chat asked why they put their tails up in the air. Is that just, I mean, that's just how they hold their tails, isn't it? Actually, no, it's for when they're actually out in the wild. What they do is their tails are actually different for each animal, just like a human's fingerprint. Because it's called a troop. A lemur family is called a troop, and it's when they're walking around in the, in the tall grass. It's so they can actually keep an eye on who's who. They, they can, can tell, tell which one. Them up. Yeah, they can tell who, who, who's who's who by looking at the tail. Alex, that's the same with the tail. That's how you look them apart. <laughs> I can tell them apart by their face. <laughs> that is crazy. I didn't know that. That's... That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can really see they're doing it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what is, uh, what's the oldest lemur that you guys have? Is that King Julian? No, is his name young King young Julian? Young. <laughs> of course. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> the, the oldest one we have is still in, is still a, in, in their teens. I think it's one of the breeding females, just like 13, 14. Oh. Um, I have had a lemur be, become 31 years old. Wow. That's incredible. He kind of jumped up to me and then I was like, nope. Oh, he's, I've not ruined this one. You haven't ruined this one? Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. Nice. So we with your uh, with your keepers, do you separate? Like, do you have a primate keeper and a bird keeper, or does everybody kind of do different different stuff, or, or how do you split that up? I actually have. Um, well, we do have particular keepers for particular things. I like the primate keepers to work together, and I like to like. For example, this is not to be sexist at all, but the boys have got a little bit more muscle on than the boys that we have at the moment. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones on the outdoor team dealing with all the bigger animals and all mm -hmm. the all the highlands, the horses, because obviously it's a lot of like, hay and straw in, in the houses. Mm -hmm. um, and plus they prefer to be out there because you've got to be very uh, sterile in, in some of the environments when it comes to like our marmosets and things like that they're so we don't transmit diseases <laughs> and they're very much you know, let's just get out and get the muck done and get over their lives so i do have my primate keepers that basically split up most of the birds uh, the reptiles and the primates more because it's more finickety 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, my, my two lads that are outside dealing with all the bigger animals. So we've got three three sections, but those three sections get split up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just so we can get a bit more extra done. Got it. We've got the, the, big, the big primates, smaller primate section, and then the large animals. So Sinek in chat just asked, if you have to worry about other animal smells being on you when you're working with these animals, have you noticed that that's something that bothers them? Or It's depending on, on are we talking predators, are we talking yeah. monkeys, or, but you know, clean, clean in general, if there is sickness to in, in any of the enclosures and stuff like that, we... we then we're, yeah, then we're in full-on suits for plastic shoes. Oh, okay. But no, luckily enough, the, the, the animals that that particular keeper takes care of is all in the same sort of area so it all smells very much alike anyway and the animals that would react in a bad way to smells we don't go in with okay got it and alex how did you how did you get into exotics what what's your background oh i will i actually got into it by accident oh really (laughs) i got yeah no i got i just got lucky getting a part-time job in another zoo actually and then when uh, when that person came back from illness, I was like, no, this is what I want to do. So I started my education, then got sent to England, um, and they uh, so I was I got I got I was on an international course here in Denmark, and then they sent me to England for a month, and then I was over there, and they said, right, well if you if you sign a contract with us for four years, we'll pay for your education over here. So I went wow. over there to stay for four weeks, and ended up staying for ten years, I think it was. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Then, yeah, but, but I wanted to come home, so luckily enough, the director here was nice enough to give me a job so I could come back. But yeah, no, so I've, I've dealt with any, everything from guinea pigs to elephants, really. That is so cool. Been, been in the business a while. <laughs> I was just, so we can see that, that enclosure in the background. Do you bring these animals in at night, or is it an open air enclosure? Or somebody also just asked, can't they just jump out because their leap is so high? No, we, we do have a roof. We just try and make it really, really high so they have a lot of room to move around in. Uh-huh. Yeah, first of all, there's the roof. You can yeah. see here there's net over the entire enclosure. Plus, there's indoor heated yeah. areas so, over here. Oh, they're all, all heated. Round, okay. All, all year round, our animals have access to indoor and outdoor areas. Because um, what we have discovered, especially with some of the Ill- animals that come in that are ill, even just a simple thing like fresh air uh, does wonders. So yeah, so unless there's a reason for us to have to close them in, all our animals have access inside and out all year round. So what do you do for enrichment for the lemurs? Because I imagine they need a lot. They're pretty. They look pretty active. Oh, Nikolai wants to say something. <laughs> no, it's just when we are talking enrichment with the lemurs in particular. Um, we sometimes have been. I need to open the backpack. <laughs> we made something that was a little bit too. Um, we say advanced. Advanced. A couple of times, and the lemur was built a couple of times. Oh, Maya. Yes. There oh, we good. go. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, no. Okay. I thought we. I thought we lost you. Um, no, I was just saying that, that we do different kind of things, obviously, with, with all the different animals, but we, we were trying here on the stream not long ago, and we built, like, a, you could call it a, a bottle dispenser. Uh-huh. You know, there's a... Yeah, and the lemurs with this one, you have the, there's, like, a stick in between, and, and the bottles are hanging on it, and they can turn it around, and it gets out a little bit of a treat. 
cool. No, but I probably <laughs> the cool thing was that no of no no one of the lemurs actually figured out how to do it. <laughs> oh damn, that's too bad. I was gonna say that would be very impressive. Yeah. So so it was more or less uh, about showing them. See, there comes a treat out of here, and uh, and then they took that treat and back to not really couldn't figure out what was going on. Right. Right. Um, other, other things we do is like we'll smear like tamarind cake around the enclosure uh-huh. to encourage them to use their natural instincts to like mark the trees because they've got a very special jawline. So just a simple, oh, just simple thing like that. Okay. Is, it just for ages and obviously trees and branches and leaves love that one. It's they love picking it all off. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody donate or wait, one, who was this? Tarzan donated twenty dollars and asked, "Is there are there any any are there ever any issues with adders at the zoo?" Thank you for twenty dollars, Tarzan. Yeah, do you have issues? Do you have issues with wildlife disrupting your uh, your animals? Uh, just just the occasional fox or minks, but they're, okay. They're well, then the birds. Oh yeah. Birds they eat uh, they we do have like there's an what is like ravens and stuff yeah. like that. They come in and eat a lot of the outdoor animals' food. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, oh my god can you guys hear the macaws <laughs> yeah there, people were saying why are they screaming guys those are not those aren't the lemurs those are the birds that are next to them I think yeah because they can see us yeah uh, maybe we should move on because yeah. we are actually going to lose sun in about 15 minutes alright sounds good thank you so much for taking us in here that was so cool yeah. it's always a challenge with the with the lemurs jumping on everywhere yeah <laughs> Why are they screaming? Because that's what they do, folks. Yeah, <laughs> they can, they can see us. That's that's basically the best explanation. It's it's a matter of uh, why are we not getting attention, guys? Right, right. Um, a super cool thing I wanted to show you guys is if you look here, I'm going out here. You can see it's it's a big enclosure already. The lemurs have here. Uh huh. But we are building a new thing. You can see the entire island here. Oh, we're building an island out here in the water area. Um, if we go over here, here to the left, we have the new otter enclosure. Um, you but, guys, you guys um, have uh, otters. Yeah, otters. Very cool. That that's a that's a cool. lot of upkeep. Yeah. So I wanna um, I wanna first of all just clarify. That this is just for architectural reasons that they made like this forest. Nobody's gonna be able to go in like this. Uh, it's it's a matter of that we are creating a huge new enclosure. You can see there's a net over the entire thing, mm-hmm. and then there's gonna be guided trips only with zookeepers that people can come and get the story about why we should take care of our nature, why conservation is important, and, and we believe that not in a circusy way. They're not gonna feed them. They're not gonna touch them. They are gonna mm-hmm. with a zookeeper walk over the the little, uh, you see the bridge here. And uh, our sort of belief system is that if you never have an experience with the animals, why should you care about conservation and getting close up with them? Right. So we think that one of our sort of finest, you could say jobs is actually giving people these experiences so they go home and care. Absolutely. It's there's there's nothing that beats a, a up close tactile experience to, to get people to care. Um, exactly. People are saying that you're, that you're cable might be loose i don't think that's the case you guys i think it's just i think that's just how it how it goes <laughs> um well if it's green colors then it's loose okay yeah then it's loose uh, i mean it's it's been doing it. that it's been doing that off and on um just like flashing 
purple and green. Okay, let me just have one look. I think it's actually live in my cable, uh, where we put the cable in because we have had like 6,000 animals jump on it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's hey. fine. Well, you were the person in front of me. You gave me the technology. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean today, I mean in general. Um, here we have a very wet enclosure. We have had rain almost all of August, uh, but uh, Highlander kettles. Is in this enclosure. <laughs> Are we there yet on stream? Not quite, I don't think so. We just left the the sign. <laughs> we can see into the future now. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um it it's still doing the uh the green and purple flashing occasionally and now it's freezing. Ah. Uh, um you know what? Let's um we can take a little pit stop in the in the well also yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, we might well. I wanted to uh, to take it just a quick pit stop inside of the studio. Maybe we can go to webcam just a little bit while we restart the box. What do you say, Maya? Yep, sounds good. I think we got to see a lot of cool stuff. I mean, we could go on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it has been freezing a lot, so so maybe better to maybe better to go inside unless there's I don't know restart the call. It's. I mean, we have a lot of different areas we could go, but I really just need uh, restart this thing. Okay, well, it's back now, and we're looking at, I don't even know, it looks like a cow. It looks like a Highland cow. Yeah, it is. Oh, is, is it? Yeah. Those are my favorite. They're so cute. Yeah. The emo cows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see if I can both have you on the phone here and mute. Hang up. Um, is Ari following you? Did yeah. it cut the feed? Uh, we're moving. It's just doing the loose cable thing. Okay. But it looks kind of cool. Oh. It's like we're at a party. <laughs> Wrong kind of party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what 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 is it that you'd like to do? You want to go inside and, and switch to a Discord call? Yeah, just for just for the restart here. Okay. At least. Um, oh, you know what? Let me just uh, if you guys still have a feed, uh, maybe you want to show them the last one because it takes just uh, three minutes, four minutes to to update this one. There's sure. a Carlos video, really cool. If you like. The last video is... Oh yes, the Gibbon video. Okay, I will play this video um, while, while we get sorted and then I'll let you know when it's over. Alright. Alright guys. <laughs> <I hope. laughs> you can listen to, to IO.
Um, thank you, uh, anonymous five dollars. Thank you so much. I think that was anonymous. Wait, let me make sure. You guys have been amazing. Yeah. Great. Yes, anonymous with five dollars. Thank you so much. Um. All right, guys. Here is a story about an orphaned gibbon. Oh my gosh. Negro's brother, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a given living at the zoo? A little while ago, we met Nico. Sorry? He lives with his family at Foundation Is this... Oshad Zoo Rescue. Is this given living at the zoo? Yeah, that's Carlos. Cool. In Denmark. And I can see all the messages teasing me. That's just my mutts. Right. <laughs> one of our rescue animals. He's not one of the normal rescue animals because he wasn't actually rescued from uh, like a lab or another place. Carlos is a white-handed gibbon and one of our special animals here at the zoo. Because uh, Carlos' mother actually got a breast infection when he was very little and we had to take care of him for the first long period of his life. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Every time Carlos was trying to get milk from her, she was hurting. So we have to make a decision. Was we going to let him die or were we going to take him out and bottle him up? Yeah, that's so good. Saying to my old all the comments where people are teasing me, that's just my mutts. <laughs> the thing about the uh, gibbons is that they're very close to humans, and they, uh, as you can see, it's almost like having a child, and you have to give them a lot of uh, nurture and, um, and 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 contact in general. They're very social. It was like having a newborn baby in the house. It was just going a little bit faster. <laughs> when the gibbons get tired, they are getting a little bit agitated. What is teasing me the most is my mouth. <laughs> yeah, what is up with your smut? The goal has always been to keep him as wild as possible. We were not making Carlos uh, into a pit. It was very, very important for us, of course that we were training him and making him into a gibbon who can live in the zoo and have a, a meaningful life. Okay. We were making the playroom so he was prepared for the bigger enclosure that he was going to after a while. Do we want a Maya? Yes. Do we want to use the, the, I mean, there's not that much daylight. Do you want to sit and talk with us now or do you want to use the last bit of adventure time outside? Yeah, sure. Let's try it. We, uh, we can finish up this video later, guys, because they're losing daylight. What time is it for you there? Well, no, no. If you're not finished with the video, just go for it. That's fine. Finish uh, it? Okay. It was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After months of looking after Carlos, it's, it's, we got it's less time than a minute left. to release him back into the enclosure. 
the experience for Carlos when we were taking him from the playroom and to the outdoor <laughs> enclosure in the zoo was of course a little bit overwhelmed. But after a while we could see that he actually found it very funny because he was at that age now when he was curious. Due to his difficult start to life, Nico and Joan hope one day to find a mate for Carlos and give him a family of his very own. So Joan blames me for that. <laughs> she sounds like it. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a sweet video. That is so cool. I've never seen a baby gibbon before. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, They're so right cute. Um, are you yeah, ready, ready for uh, for the live feed here? Yes. You can see here, actually, I have, I have a, I want to show you, I have the picture. I don't know where it's looking at right now, live view. I see, uh, Io on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Um, check this out. I'm going to send it to you in... Discord. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm an idiot. No, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no tag or anything. There we go. Wow, you guys, <laughs> look at this. So, this is Nana's. Yeah. Nana had a youngster. She was this one was born on the nineteenth of July. Yeah, nineteenth of July. Wow, so very recent. Yeah, that is so cool. Congratulations! Wow. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, no, and that is. No, is that related to Carlos? Is Carlos the the father of that? Youngster? No, actually, the this one we had to rescue from a different zoo. They thought it was an easy job hand rearing an animal, hmm. and they find out how, how hard it actually is to actually turn it into a an ape afterwards, so you don't damage it psychologically. Right. So Yoan, our director, got the call because she's really good at her primates. Mm -hmm. So we had to rescue her at one year old so that Yoan could finish it. What and kinds, luckily enough, what kinds of primates do you guys have? You have gibbons, and I forget which which monkey we looked at at the beginning of the stream. Gibbons and capuchins and tamarins and uh, Javas, Java. marmosets, half, half, oh, oh, How about eighty monkey, eighty yeah. uh, primates? That's awesome! Wow, that's that's a lot! Holy cow! <laughs> but no, Ewan did do really well with this one able to have a family of her own and that again the social aspect of a of a, especially when you're talking apes that it's all about the family so she's been able to hand rear it successfully finish and let her have her own family so that's actually a really good success story with that one wow that's so cool i love that Aya really does have the the run of the site huh she looks very happy <laughs> there oh my gosh does she do any talking or does she just do sound effects Oh, she's kind of mimicking us, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of personality. I love it. Um, 
what do you guys do for uh, outreach and education? I know you guys are open six months out of the year. Um, so is, is that the only outreach that you do or do you do like, do you take animals anywhere? Do you do presentations or is your mission just um, sanctuary? No, we, we, we concentrate on the sanctuary stuff and mm -hmm. we do do it in speaks and talks and uh, uh, teachings and uh, at the zoo. Mm -hmm. It is something we want to do in the future. But again, it costs money and we want to make sure animals are in tip top before we start doing any outreach programs. Right. But we do do on a daily basis at the zoo, do like the guided trips and, and speaks and talks. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. But yeah, we would never do it. If you're talking about going out of the zoo with the animals, we wouldn't and we were never allowed to. Mm. Um, because it's it, that, 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 that oh, sorry, I always just distract mm. me so much. <laughs> You're fine. Um, we uh, we we are not allowed to because we are having what is status, which means that it's a quarantine area. So mm -hmm. even like the birds, if a bird fly in over the zoo, a wildlife one, it's technically not allowed to fly out again, or mm -hmm. a worm or whatever. Yeah, we'd have to apply for a special license and have special areas to, to house them. Right. Yeah. Right. So usually, actually, when we have been doing. Uh, out speaks out of the rescue zoo. Actually, some of our keepers, you know, because keepers tend to like animals, might have a snake themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've actually pulled from them if we were doing presentations in the past. Right. Um, Giddy with fifty dollars. Thank you so much. Yeeful with five dollars. Guz with five dollars. Anonymous with twenty dollars. Thank you guys so much. We're at four hundred and eighty-six dollars. We're so close to our five hundred dollar donation goal. You guys, thank you so much to everybody who has donated. This is awesome. This is really, really cool. And e I mean, there were even you know, despite the freezing and the and the rave, <laughs> it still was it, it you know it, it was really cool to get out there and see what you guys are doing. What do you do on stream mostly, Nico? You like I I heard you say that you did some enrichment. What else do you do? Yeah. So. It's actually been, well, obviously a lot of learning process in it, as I could imagine yourself, because I, you know, was overhearing a bit yesterday. It's what, six months for you here? Yes. Yeah. So I feel like I've been a year and a half myself now. Mm-hmm. Uh, about. And I feel like it changes a lot because you need to sort of learn what do people like to see and what do you like to do on stream? Because, you know, when you have to do it every single day, you have to find some things that you can actually, you like to do, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and and for me, uh, I, I started out doing after the zoo closed because I had to get used to. Hi, <laughs> can I get a word? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like. Um, sorry, that's not what I was saying. I started after hours because I wanted to do it alone and the start get used to stream. Uh -huh. um, and I was building different kind of stuff for the animals. But it, it becomes very hard coming up with new stuff on my own. And I figured out that the organic stuff is just following the zookeepers. You know, it could be just feeding an animal, going out and talking. And we have like, you know, eight people doing eight different things in each direction every Monday, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, it's really a stream, but it's a lot easier for me. And I saw a lot more engagement also from people because, you know, it's very hard instead of me having to come up with stuff you know it's just organically happening all around me yeah that's um, awesome so but i also some gaming in the evening because the plan is obviously you know doing rescue streams by day and playing our game by night it's kind of the deal we're trying to do right that's so cool yeah guys command guest in chat to see um play rescues channel how often do you stream 
every day. That's so cool. That's so, you found such an interesting way to integrate the things that you love. It's incredible. Um, Thank you. And pizza with $10. Thank you so much. $490. Holy cow. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really, really cool. I've seen a couple of your streams. I've seen you um, in with the lemurs and, and hanging out with Io, who has a lot to say. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. so cute. I love Amazons. I feel like from now on, I've sort of actually just figured out what I really want to do on the stream because like we've also, we do these special things where we've been so blessed by uh, by Twitch on a daily basis. Um, we, we have like a Nordic promotion that gives us a lot of viewers, but on like bigger events where we follow the keepers around for the entire day, we've been so blessed to get like a worldwide promotion. And then you follow us for eight hours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then we have other streamers and guests, and they come and become like a zookeeper for a day and stuff like that. And, and for instance, we had we had an actor come that that you never been uh, out doing anything like mm -hmm. that. So that was a fun experience for them and, and viewers, you know. Yeah, that's so cool. It's it's a great way to to there's there's a lot of people that are willing to watch. So I'm I'm glad that there are people like you that are that are tapping into that. Um, that's really important. How, uh, how can, and $10 from Blue, thank you so much, and that, that's gotten us to our $500 goal, and Giddy with $10, so now, wait, and Daniel with $20, so now we're at $530, you guys, thank you so much, I think you were all, uh, is, is it not Blue, did I say it wrong? BLV, you, okay, well. Thank you guys so much to, to, to you guys have don who have donated. Nico, how can people find your game? Well, it's not... Killed everybody. I'm sorry. You're okay. Nico! Um, so... Are we good? Are we alive? Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> it is complete chaos here. That's one of the... <laughs> That's unique the <laughs> <laughs> um, so the way that the game works, it's called Rescue Wars Online, and we have a website, but it's actually living mostly on our, you'd say, in our community and Discord. So, so we're gonna have like a worldwide uh, release of it, where that we promote it out on Twitch and and with some of our partners. We have partnered up with some really good names. We can't really say now, but we're getting the game out there when it's done. But my point with what I'm saying here is that. Our idea is actually building it together with the community. So we're getting it up to a, a certain point where, you know, we are letting in around 100 players um, and we are together with them actually finishing it. So um, if people can imagine a little bit like we are having a private server, but it's our own game and mm -hmm. we are in charge of everything we're doing. And we figured it'd be a really cool also experience on the stream in general and creating hype for it that, you know, we're letting in around 100 that are watching the stream and then every single night me and the other devs we are about eight people working on the game we are then playing it with people in hopefully what's going to be a december in december you're planning on releasing uh, we are planning on releasing the community we were calling it kind of the community version where everybody who's in the stream they can start to play it together with us the subs um, and then cool. then there's going to be a waiting list how long have you been working on the game? Uh, four years now. Wow, that's so cool. Good for so, you. What uh, other what What do you play? What other games do you play? 
I see you like Counter Strike. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I like I don't play games. I I don't know anything about games. Um, I I did start playing Counter Strike within the past week, but I I don't know how to. I I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad at all games. But yeah, do you do you play Counter Strike? What do you play? Well, I I do I do each play play Counter Strike. I'm I'm not a huge gamer myself necessarily because I think when you know how they're made. It's not the thing you really do the same anymore, you know. Yeah. That's um, so, but but I like playing Counter Strike and stuff. I, I like quick games where you can go in and have a little bit of fun with your friends on the stream, for instance, uh, play a few rounds and get out again, and you don't have to commit that much. Yeah. In the in um, the right this minute, you had said that the amount of time you watch the stream contributes to money or currency in game. Is that did I hear that right? Yeah, so actually, and I think he's actually in here right now, Uni, who donated before, he has a German development team, and they are actually for free developing a Twitch extension that links up with our games database and the stream. So the more people are watching, the more rescue currents they get each minute, and the more bits they're donating that goes to the rescue zoo, uh, the more rescue currents they get as well, the people's medics inside of the game. <laughs> that is such a cool idea. So, you know, giving people an incentive to watch the stream a little more, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. What? What a fantastic idea. I can't wait to play that game. That sounds well, so uh, cool. We're going to do a, a pre-streamer thing, I think, where uh, a lot of our streamer friends are getting it. Uh, so uh, so that would be fun to cool. have an evening. And... Yeah, totally. Let me know. Let me know. That'd be awesome. That sounds like a great... That's a great idea. It's a great integration i like can't believe how clever that is i'm getting a bunch of pogs in chat um cool well I is there part uh, our biggest uh, concern i think is just like opening up too soon uh because obviously like it can go so fast even mm. more in these communities that that the servers just die so yeah that's why we're taking it in steps and yeah. somebody i saw somebody said something about a uh, pay to win and i uh, i'm just gonna you say that it's not going to be anything like that because it's, the things you get out of that is only, um, what do you say, uh, for cosmetic reasons, just to, to make sure that it doesn't ruin the game. Got it. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there anything else that you guys want to talk about or share about your organization or, or anything before we close up here? I think... Uh pretty much covered a lot of it uh that it was it was fun and i think i think maybe maybe the the craziness of everything didn't work actually it made maybe a little better somehow not a charm it, <laughs> it did i'm glad i'm glad that we did that live feed though i'm glad that we got to go outside i think that that was really neat and special um we've never had anything like that on the podcast before um and you know d despite all the the things that we worked through i think chat too like you guys were glad that we did that regardless right like i think that that was really cool um mm -hmm. so i i appreciate you uh you coming up with that idea and, and wanting to take us outside um thank you that was really neat. Yeah, yeah i think that's the last thing I, I think something is really cool is that that by showing people this kind of stuff it seems be, be also finding the best in everybody like a, a twitch chat becomes in my opinion like non-toxic at all the second we talk about something like this absolutely uh, it's interesting isn't it you saw my chat yesterday 
I saw you popped in. It's a different <laughs> shot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you guys are so so nice. Mm. <laughs> and then they come, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it uh, they're great. Everybody that watches these podcasts, there, you guys are so supportive. Um, of of me and and the guests it's it's awesome it's really great um so thank you, you know, we've got a, couple of, uh, a couple of projects going on so i think you and nico should definitely do this again at some point we'll get that finished you can see some of the animals in the new enclosures like the otters and yeah I really i think i think really a part two cool. would be fantastic i think now that we kind of have an idea of how that live feed stuff is going to go and and what to do with the audio i think uh having you guys come back would be great i think people would really like that yeah, so, I mean that, that would be so cool. We we as as Alex is saying, we're having these days also where you know it's either a project has been finished or that you know we're having an all day with guests and mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Um, uh, and and it's worldwide promotion. It's just it, it it brings in a very special thing. Love to see you guys again. Yeah, because... yeah. Let's talk about that. I think yeah. Chat is 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 very excited about that. I think that'd be great. So we'll do that. But it really was, I mean, technical issues, but it was a really, really great stream. Um, we, we got to see a lot of cool shots. Going in with the lemurs was so cool. The camel was so cool. Um, He's amazing. Yeah, qual- the quality was great. So so thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We ended at $530 in donations. Um, and because we were using Tiltify, that went straight straight to... I'm not going to say the name of the museum. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> what is it? Say it one more time. <laughs> How do you say it? Uh, also. Also. So. Also. Not quite, but all the way from Denmark, you guys, all the donations have gone directly to this organization. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for bearing with the technical difficulties. Um, yeah, thanks for everything, guys. Nico and Alex and Io, it was so nice to meet all of you. <laughs> um, thank you so much. I will. Uh, I'll message you about about coming back. We'll figure something out. And good luck with uh, with the rest of your game and and getting that released. I'm excited to play it. So keep me thank posted. You. Bye, Maya. All right. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.